the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is Tuesday, and isn't that remarkable? Somehow, at the last minute, Rhode Island, with the census, we were on the verge of losing a seat. Somehow, they found 40,000 extra people. Now, remember, this isn't citizens. These are residents of the state. So you have Cicilline, Langevin, the state was on the verge of losing her congressional seat. And isn't that amazing, folks? Somehow they found 40,000 extra people. Even though there have been so many people leaving the state, so many people going to Florida, going to North Carolina, moving to Massachusetts, moving to South Carolina, and somehow they found 40,000. Now, if, if this isn't alarming... But if they can find 40,000 for the census, what do you think they can do with an election? So that should be a big red flag. Anyone that believes that, I mean, if there's anyone that really believes, do you really think 40,000 new people moved in? Absolutely not. People have been leaving in droves. The people that are moving in, English is not their first language. So somehow they were able to manipulate it. And Rhode Island keeps its congressional seat. Cicilline and Langevin both keep their seats because at the last, at the ninth hour, imagine that, the luck of finding 40,000 new people. We didn't even know they were there. Can you imagine? Because it's so easy to overlook 40,000 people, right? I mean, it would it'd be the equivalent of, uh, of basically filling the Dunkin' Donuts Center at least three times. Those are all new people that have come and moved in. <laughs> hardly uh but anyhow folks another story that the providence journal has is um the names of the people that work at the rhode island convention center so the uh, kathy Gregg is the story 2019 private co- now the, there's two separate things there's a private company that staffs the state subsidized rhode island convention center in the dunk so but a big part of this is the people that the state part of this not the private company that are involved with the convention center. How about five who share the last name of Labor's International Union General Sec- General Secretary Treasurer Armand Sabatoni? The list includes five people with his last name working, share the last name working at the convention center. Kathleen Massino, wife of Sabatoni's second in command. Luna, Vice President, Assistant New England Regional Manager Vincent Massino. Uh, 111,000 director of food beverage operations. Also include John McDonald, son of the longtime union official, Paul McDonald. John McDonald made 105,000 as an electrician, plus 6,000 in overtime. So the journal finally was able to get a list of it. And, you know, how can these people claim that this is not somehow patronage when you have the same family that is all these different people uh, with jobs all of these people that are then connected so you have this uh, todd sabatoni he's got a job there michael sabatoni like the, this, this is the state that is kicking in on this now the thing about this though is you're you're just not going to hear a lot about this it's the providence journal did it i'm not convinced that that uh, the television stations will do anything about it in the past, good government groups might have made noise about this. In the past, the Rhode Island Republican Party may have <laughs> made noise about this. I just have a feeling you're not going to hear a lot about this. You should. 
and it's wrong. Anything like this, there's nothing else that would allow these types of, I mean, this isn't even like an I know a guy type of thing. This is uh, more along the lines of, uh, you know, these are family members that are that are getting the job here. These are family members. These are all connected in with the same family. Now, you know, if you're thinking, hey, wait a minute, you know, there, there should be uh, rules against this and they, they shouldn't have. Of course, it's unfair. Of course, this is the ultimate. I know a guy. But the thing is, folks, right now in the state, they are just so powerful and continuing and they have the they absolutely have the politicians it's to, to say they're wrapped around their finger is is like an understatement at this point so um to to, to even say that when you have someone like seth magaziner the general treasurer who is running for governor and in a bid to really try to get you know all of the the unions fully on board with his campaign he's the one that is then saying you know he wants to make sure that they have uh you know there's over a billion dollars in in new school building even though you know if anything a lot of parents are deciding they they no longer want to have their kids at the school in in or i should say in public schools and instead they want to have their children school choice because there's been such a problem with the public schools so if if anything you have to really decide is this really a time we need to spend one billion dollars on on new schools and and where are these why what is this that all these schools have to be done they're not bid out properly but the amount of money flying and by the way this is also uh all while you know a lot of this was this was from 2019 so it was before the pandemic but uh as she writes you know the most notable names in the rhode island colorful history and this connection where they it's basically the the rhode island the convention center that's really what it is the convention center is basically uh like a payoff to the unions and you do have the big union member paul mcdonald so he gets his kids and i think his daughter-in-law so they work there um it's in as, as the journal writes it's a who's who of sons nephews uh in-laws and others who share the family name so between mcdonald and also sabatoni and and by the way folks as governor mundo was here she could see all this was going on this is a matter of if this is not as if people don't know and it also certainly seems to hint towards why that they were fighting to not have it released now there is a private company there don't get me wrong there's a private company there and with the private company uh that they can hire who they want uh and and they you know prior to the pandemic certainly did a good job with the providence college basketball and the p bruins and some of the many different events they would have there but that's a private company but we're talking about uh the the convention center and the people then that get these jobs at the convention center and it absolutely this this goes beyond an i know a guy type of thing this uh these are family members that are tied in um and and some of them are you know short time gigs as security guards but then you have other people that are making pretty good money so it's one thing if you have a private company if they they can they can pay their employees what whatever they want but i'm talking about the part where you have the states involved and the convention center and the state does uh partly carry the rhode island convention center which i've never fully understood to be honest with you just because if you if you go to other states the just keep in mind when someone's booking something at the convention center that means they're not booking it at a private hotel you you go to i remember going to orlando yeah they have convention centers and they're all privately run I, i've never understood why the state of rhode island had to be involved with the convention center uh that, that should all be private that should all be private the, the state should not be involved with any of that and every time you have something there that's something that's not taking place at a convention hall or a hotel ballroom or wherever these places used to be and then no one can compete with that 
But I've never understood that. The state should not be involved. I don't think the state should be involved in those types of enterprises. So we're going to touch on that and a lot more right here on this Tuesday on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen line, online at the website, dipietro.com. Just click on Listen Live. Time for DePietro Debate. With me is one of my siblings. She is uh, Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, I want to start off. Boy, um, yesterday, this latest with the census, it's a good snapshot of where people, you know, you can see certain states, they're leaving uh, certainly uh, Michigan, New York, California, Texas, picking up two congressional seats. Rhode Island, by all accounts, everyone's expected that the state would would lose one of the congressional seats. Uh, but that's not the way it worked out yesterday. Yes, and good to be with you, John. Um, I, you know, you, there's no other way to say it. First of all, the census results overall are very good signs for the national GOP. I mean, yes. there's no question about that. They, the GOP needed a good you know, shot in the arm. Um, and I, I don't think it should be that much of a shock. People are migrating to the south and mountain west, mountain west states. And, you know, when you can see that and, and to see for the first time since California became a state in the mid-1800s that they are losing a seat. This is a real wake-up call um, for, for that state. But also when you see these states that are troubled, they're not well run, they're deep in debt, JD, they have high taxes. I mean, New York, Illinois, Michigan, and people were not just being mean and inventing that that is a, a governor who is not well suited. And then she's not running a good state. I think all these things are signs of that. Ohio and Pennsylvania also, I mean, Ohio, partly you see a rust belt uh, thing where jobs have vanished, you know, in that yes. kind of manufacturing and also West Virginia. So you see some of those dying industries have an impact there. But I just think when you see the growth is no surprise, Florida, North Carolina, and then Montana, Colorado, yes. um, Oregon, you know, it's, um, I think it's, this is something that is important for the GOP to see. It's, it's because it makes it a national imprint. I think they've known, you know, that they see this growth. The pandemic probably expedited what was kind of these trends. And I'll tell you, J.D., I, I do think that, again, after, you know, the whole turmoil of the past, you know, seven months, I think this is this should be kind of a, the real the blueprint for the um, for the National Republican Party. And, and it also really does show 
that people are not just throwing stones. Those big blue states, you're going to see a lot more of this, John. In our own region, let's face it, the Northeast uh, has long time been where there's, um, you know, there's less growth. And you're, you're right about Rhode <clears throat> Island. I mean, I do know, I don't know what to credit that to. I mean, I think there was this like extraordinary effort by Gorbea and others. They really put the census count as like a highest priority yes. during the pandemic year. So, um, and, and everyone I, be counted regardless every, of status yeah. and so forth. When they talk yeah. about that Rhode Island actually increased population, the question you start to ask is, yeah, but who is it that was who, moving right, in? Right. So, and it wasn't, let's, you know, there was no large company that came in. So if anything, you have a lot of people once they retired that, it, you know, moving to places like North Carolina and Florida. So John, who is I, it? I, exactly. Who's coming in? And I want to pick up on just a quick 30 seconds on something, some stuff that you have talked about where the state GOP in this moment, if I was doing that, this, this is a moment. And I don't think they, they're seeing this. When you see that these long entrenched people, Cicilline and Langevin are going to keep, you know, they oh. act like that, that, that they're in there for life. See the Rhode yeah. Island GOP and you have hit upon this. This is a moment. If I was her, this is a moment, fundraising and candidate recruitment. You, right. they, you know, they need to say, is that who you want representing you in Congress for yep. 10 more years? It's a, well, I'm just, you know, they, this is a moment for them to really jump out of the box and not just say, oh, well, you know what I mean? Like I would be using it in that way because hey. it, it's a protest moment. You can say to the Republicans, look, we, we got to really manufacture true campaign candidates to overtake one of these guys. Folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. And, and DJ, it's another example of, you know, the expression people vote with their feet. Yes. People are leaving, 100%. You, you know, New York. They are leaving California. What does this mean? Boy, if you are Kevin McCarthy in the House Republicans and even, well, more of the House Republicans. Yeah. Boy, this sets up a very good plate for 2022. Absolutely. And, and again, like you say, people vote with their feet and, and yeah. the pandemic in a way shed light in a very glaring <clears throat> way uh, on a lot of these things that are just intractable problems. When you talk about Illinois and the mayor of Chicago and John, this homelessness, drugs, crime, like we can't believe and, and then high taxes. And the other thing, when you look at California, I just want to note this. The pandemic showed some real ugly sides of public education and, and you know, teaching staffs who are doing that. And, you know, there's been all these reports. We've all seen it. And when you see these intractable public uh, teacher unions in, in Illinois and California and states yep. like that. That's right. Good school systems, by the way. Uh, and DeSantis in Florida talks about this a lot. Like he not only did he get the kids in good school systems are also a, a motivator for people to move. And where do they locate to? So, uh, you know, what's interesting, Donna Perry, is both Florida and Texas, they're well-run states. It shows governors can make a difference. It shows tax policies can make a difference. Yes. Uh, you know, people start to get caught up and, you know, it's kind of like it's like this everywhere, whether you're in New York or Illinois or Rhode Island or Pennsylvania. But Florida and Texas, to me, they've really become like the new Californians. That's that's, you know, years ago, people would maybe move to California. They're, they're not doing that as much. No. If anything, they're realizing it's not worth it with all, as we say, the, the high taxes, the homelessness, the state seemingly, you know, Gavin Newsom has really lost control that will the recall has been successful against them. But uh, Florida and Texas, to me, the reason they're also picking up additional seats is they were. They're kind of the big winners of the pandemic. Yeah, they, they really are. And I do want to make one quick note uh, when we say, well, well, who is coming in? But what is an opportunity for the National Republican Party? And again, the, the media wanted to co cover this over, John. We know Donald Trump got the highest amount of Latino percentage vote right. uh, than any Republican presidential candidate ever. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Um, listen, those border states it is not true because the media wants to have this narrative a, a lot of the latinos that come into this country are not necessarily um naturally drawn to a lot of the value systems of the progressives and the democratic party that's they're right. not they tend to be social conservatives and i just think that's just a quick point 
that those are opportunities. The Latinos who want to be brought into the Republican Party, they can be done, it can be brought over. And, they, you know, that's a future, the way the Cubans went, became a powerhouse Republican constituency in Florida decades back. Um, and that's what you see where you see a guy like Rubio, you know, came out of that and all that stuff. So I would just say that, that the Republican Party can't lose sight of, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for growth for the party. And they, and they have to look at, at that part of the, uh, you know, changing demographics in the country, too. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cannell Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial, in the wintertime. JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today. For for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600, 3517600 it's jkl engineering we're speaking with donna perry writer columnist for the sun chronicle and dj i think this is kind of reflective of the time uh you know years ago growing up uh at one point the academy awards were up against the ncaa you know championship game the academy awards were a worldwide event it would always have oh you know, gosh, the viewership right. of the years with the Super Bowl and the Academy Awards. The, the Academy Awards, the Oscars, that, that used to be the pivotal moment. It was yeah. Hollywood. It was, you know, everything about the silver screen and just the lifestyle there. Boy, Sunday night, it just showed the era is over. How about less than 10, less than 10 million? <laughs> so Watch the Academy Awards. Two years ago, they were decimated when it was 29 million less than 10 million but as someone who you know used to be the thing to <laughs> yeah, stay know. up late and everything else oh. I, it was unwatchable but it, it's also a larger reflection of the type of movies that are being made yes and and <clears throat> jd i talk about how the mighty have oh fallen my god it, over it, it you didn't even know i mean i only glanced like like yeah. you like a lot of people out of like curiosity, sadly, yes. like, like, let me look at a car crash. I mean, it was the show itself. And you're so on it. You're so spot on the show itself. John really was a metaphor for almost like the death of the blockbuster yes. Hollywood movie. And, and they're holding away on American culture. I might add, because yep. like they, the, the exclusivity of when you think back when we were growing up, the exclusivity of like the movie release and and part of it is the technology. I mean, they've obviously they 
you know, as an industry, I think they don't know what to do about when you think of it's all gone to streaming um, and all that. So, so, you know, when there are 8,000 movies released, you know, a month, well then, you know, the exclusivity thing is what partly what killed it. But that show talk about, you didn't even it, first of all, the whole setting in the, LA, you know, Union train station, they thought that might be kind of, I don't know, edgy in a lot of room, but it just, um, and you're right, there was also, but here's the thing about doing shows and still with the pandemic, you know, SNL has launched a show and, and they have done that now for months and months. You to have a program like that and, and to have no hosts, no joking, no music, uh, you know, it was like Soviet Russia in the 70s. And and John, like you said, just to top it off, no movies anyone saw. So no. like that's the central point. Like people would watch to see these glamorous stars of movies that they, the average person, had actually seen. So, um, you know, there were a few political speeches. Um, I think that was kind of predictable in the what's happened in the past two weeks. But still, like, I think that it's a larger metaphor of an industry that just it will never be the same. And when you take away all of those elements of, you know, that you can't joke about anything and and then no glamour and and they they really didn't know what to do. And to see an audience of nine million. That's I mean, there was a time I mean, I used to actually go to the, the movies twice a week and there were there were years that I saw everything nominated for best picture. Yes. I didn't make a point of it. Me too. And now yep. there's, you know, between some of the action blockbuster, like comic book type stuff and then even the stuff they're, they're making. I didn't know anything, but I tried, but I gave up. It was unwatchable. Yeah. But you know what else, Donna Perry, is they've lost it that the, the people would go to a film. It, it was supposed to be to escape. Not right. be lectured to, not to have all these lessons of what's wrong with society. It's it, the Hollywood. They they've just lost of what it was that would draw someone into a theater for a couple of hours to have some milk duds. Escapism. Yeah, exactly right. And John, just to cap it off, first of all, that they even like with this embarrassing thing at the end, and to talk about not even understanding how to stage anything i thought they were supposed to be hollywood geniuses and they do the best actor which of course the build-up was that it would be you know uh, the poor guy lost his life chadwick boseman yeah and then you have like 80 plus year old like standing in some weird spot in like wales you know and and like almost seemed shocked he won and he barely could you know sort of give some answer i i just think the whole thing and the like to your point that the central movie, Nomadland, is oh. like this kind of depressing, like, but JD, you're right. It's this, but they're inaccurate, but it's this theme of like the deteriorating, you know, middle America. Like that yep. was the, really a lot of the theme of that. And Frances McDormand, you know, she's a specific cup of tea for pe- some people, but like they make the most of that. I, they've lost the public. Yeah, there was a great line. Red Mooring Down had a great column, but said, you know, Francis McDormand, uh, having violent diarrhea in a bucket in a van is not acting. <laughs> it's just, it was it was brutal. They've come a long way. You know, Star Trek was canceled on television because it only drew 10 million viewers. Now, oh that's more Think than about the Academy that. Awards. Folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry, right. writer, columnist with Sun Chronicle. DJ, before we move on to some other things, I just want to touch on another topic that... You know, I think nationally, the Republican Party, they see the power of it locally. I I don't think they do, but it's it's the phrasing of defund the police or abolish the police. It is the chant of the far left. It is certainly not the chant of moderate Democrats. I view, you know, anyone that says that phrase and they feel defund and abolish the police, I think it is a real opportunity to try to attract independent voters and really secure your base of not only Republican voters, but even moderate Dems that say, you know, this, I I don't feel comfortable in this party anymore. I 100% agree. And you're right. And I think that phrasing that is morphing into abolish the police, that's going to really change the dynamic of, of having any 
you know, bit of sort of broad-based support where people, you know, jumped on Black Lives Matter. Because, John, I think by saying that, you're, you're going to begin to see that as a more very niche, isolated movement, in my opinion, as time goes on. Because I don't think any reasonable person, and you can be a liberal person, policing is necessary in the United States. I yeah. mean, like, you shouldn't even have to make a statement like that. Um, policing occurs, by the way, in really every nation on the, in the globe, you know, on earth. So like this notion of that, um, it, that that's going to catch on and about, you're right. Like defund is turned into abolish. Huh. Um, but I, I would say, um, and as we get toward, you know, the events are going on this week, look, this white house, if they, he is running very close to the line, Biden, of almost being associated with that notion. That's right. Uh, and I think he's going to walk himself, and he has walked himself, into what's going to become a difficult political corner. I mean, is that what he wants to be associated with? Yeah. Um, we, it, we're going to touch on that in yep. just a moment. Folks, again, another quick break. Donna Perry, writer columnist of the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. <laughs> Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies you can depend on. On MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401 431 2300. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401 401- 305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. We understand quality, integrity. Local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. We're speaking with Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. DJ, let's talk about Biden and Harris. Starting off with, you know, she just continues the vice president to... uh, not impressed me, has not handled the border. I like the fact the more that she kind of has exposure with the media doing more interviews, I think they're really starting to kind of peel back and find there's not a lot 
there beneath the surface. Well, uh, yeah. And I think um, when we see, like, as you say, first of all, I've been saying this for a while. Her, her tenure as vice president up to now to me has been so odd. She is, she's almost so the opposite of engaging, wanting to be out there in the public. I think she's hiding. She hides behind that COVID mask that she actually doesn't need anymore. Um, And, you know, when you think of that, she came in with so much fanfare and she's a historic choice and, and her inaccessibility um, is is odd and but now we see sometimes when she did this big interview or you could call it that with CNN's um, Dana Bash and she's hardly going to give her a difficult interview but when you see how she kind of dodged about her role with the uh, border and she you know immigration and the, and then they're just kind of you know they're splitting hairs over this nonsense John of well her role is to what talk on the phone with the president of Guatemala like that that's like because they're saying her role is to like like talk to the countries about you know the origins of of why you know, all the people want to leave no that that's not where we're at with this thing and you know she said it's a complex problem and in, in this interview and then when she's in a box she just goes what she goes to the old talking points of let me knock the Trump administration, because that's kind of what she reached for. Um, It always goes back to that. And, um, you know, she's saying we have to work with and then she mentioned something like she can't go to the border uh, because she's you know, that we're dealing with covid issues. No, if the only covid issues having to do with that is that you're allowing uh, after this country as all we've been through and we're really getting to the end of the pandemic and then you're allowing people with, you know, who knows, covid to run around and then they put on buses and they're getting kind of sent around to states in this country. Who knows if they have COVID? So I, I just think um, she's just not really coming across well. And, and the fact that she does this dance away from the media repeatedly, I, I think it's going to catch up to her. She, you know, she's not coming across strong. She doesn't look responsible. Like I say, she was heralded as this monumental historic you know, person as the vice president. Um, and I, people have noted JD also, if I may, she has found time to travel to Illinois and, yeah. and her hometown, you know, California. Uh, and then more recently in New Hampshire, those other trips, I guarantee you, that's just fundraising. Yeah. So she, she makes, she has a lot of, you know, she's bankrolling the campaign account. And I would say the New Hampshire visit was so strange over the weekend um and she again kept the press at an arm's length she wouldn't take any reporters questions um and you know what jd i think that's actually kind of rotten by her team and i will just say this you and i know when you're in a smaller new england state and the vice president of the u.s comes into town i mean she was in downtown you know little concord new hampshire i mean yeah you know, we were up there and we know how that is. And like, I think that's actually mean. And, you you know, the press of the local press and the Boston press, they waited for hours and hours just to try to get something. And, you know, excuse me, I think it's very elitist of her. Like she can't, you know, exchange a few comments for eight right. minutes or something with, yeah. you know, her Secret Service and staff around her. That does not show there's a confident person. That does not show a, com- a person who has a command of, um, you know, what she's doing. And one last note on that. The only exchange was she goes whizzing by with the mask and running practically where she had gone in a bookstore and is, does the laughing and says she bought a cookbook and then gets hustled <laughs> into uh. the limousine. <laughs> Always the laughing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I thought that was kind of cruel. And then the locals here, of course, like said, but she wouldn't, you know, take any questions. Um, And this is just kind of the playbook right now with with the VP. Donna Perry, what do you make of the fact? I mean, I've always thought Biden, the the president, even as the candidate, overdid it with the mask. And and now you had him on the Zoom. He was the only foreign leader with the mask on. And now the CDC supposedly is going to come out with some guidelines saying, you know, on second thought, if you're outside, maybe you don't you know, need that. I've always thought they were over the top. That never made sense to me. But there's definitely a divide there because one time they showed him 
on his bike and he was alone. There was no one, you know, near him. And I commented on Twitter and like, what is that supposed to be? Right. And people immediately were attacking me. Like, and again, it's like the far left of he's being considered. He's making an example. But what I think you're right. This whole notion, you're the, he's vaccinated. You're alone. Why, why are you like, it doesn't even make any sense why they're wearing a mask. No. And, and I think it has the opposite impact on yes. the American public. See, they, they think they're like role modeling. No, the opposite. It, it's like they're, they're not demonstrating the value of the vaccine, which we all know is 90, 95%. So if he's, they continue to be in masks when they're walking around the White House. Now, if he's going to, and they should, by the way, I notice how the pressure has built because uh, even some of these high ranking uh, people in public science, um, Wall Street Journal, there was a column, I guess it was Monday, Scott Gottlieb, former head of the FDA. He knows a little bit about science. I have followed him a lot this year. He's pretty good and he's been more reasonable. And our buddy, Dr. Ja, and, and Gottlieb said, the CDC, you have to drop the outdoor mask. Yeah. And and so there are, then, of course, they want it, John, they want Biden to get the credit for that. Right. When, of course, Fauci is elbow, you know, who knows they're competing, who gets to get the credit. Um, this is ridiculous. Uh, and then Walensky got caught in a back and forth with Savannah Guthrie last week where Guthrie, I, I'll give her credit. She kind of like said to her, can't you just say it? <laughs> People right. don't need it outside. And and yes. Walensky talks in a lot of, you know, circles and, and her sentences are very She's cautious and like, just spit it out. And we're at that point. Like, I don't think they are helping the public by wearing masks when we know they're vaccinated. The country is, we are really the tops in the world right now at the rate That's of right. vaccination. So um, I'm sorry, like it's not, it's beyond time and stop doing this to children are going to go to camps this summer. No, I'm sorry. I don't think they should be covered up. They and don't they're trying to, to be, be outside in fresh yes. air and sunshine. Yeah. So. Donna Perry, as we're getting close to, to uh, first 100 days in office, and he's also going to address Congress for the first time, but there's definitely still a divide. His approval rating, uh, President Biden has not closed the gap. He said he'd bring the country together. That clearly has not happened. I, I'm just curious your thoughts on where do you think he's, where do you think they are, you know, your impression they're falling short because I, I will say the country is, is not united, and, and I don't see him necessarily doing anything to try to unite. Absolutely. And I, and I think people are actually, I would say, reasonable people in the middle are, are very struck by the degree to which he has had almost this like insistent and it's almost like politically panicked from his own kind of staffers that he has to be so far left. I don't think people expected it to come out that way. Um, I think the fact that like he thinks or that his team thinks that, you know, pleasing this kind of young upstart uh, AOC person who's not even 30 years old, who comes out of nowhere, she's in Congress. Like, so, you know, making her happy is like, is what they think is how they should guide their policies. Um, It's I guess that shows there was insecurity about his place in the party, Uh, but he got in. He won. I think it's foolish for them to worry. You are the top dog. You're the president. So I don't know why, you know, he goes down that road. I also think and you've touched on it. Americans are, in my view, reasonable, moderate people are becoming increasingly, I think, uncomfortable with this real attack that we're seeing, uh, that it is coming right from him and from the White House. And when we see how they reacted to the Chauvin verdict, you know, this attack in general on law enforcement and policing in a very personal way. Um, I don't, I don't think that's going to be, have a staying power, uh, effect for his popularity. And we are at 100 days. And I think they're at a real tough crossroads right now, John, you know, and he's got the big speech Wednesday night to Congress. But, you know, and I, I question how much the public takes out of that. That's a really media driven, you know, event. Agreed. Um, But I really do. I think like, we're at a crossroads of, and he is especially 
this is a, a moment where either he's going to be viewed as almost like fanning the flames of race tension in this country. I think he has. And yeah. it goes back to that first press conference that he had when he he's the one or someone wrote it for him, someone within that administration. But the whole this isn't Jim Crow. This is Jim Eagle and blah, blah, blah. You, that is fanning the flames. That is terrible racial divide. There was no reason. You could talk about some different reasons or different states that it makes more sense. The Major League Baseball thing, pulling the game out. And then I think people are very tired. They thought that last summer was one thing, and now we're yep. seeing all the rioting and unrest again. Plus, then he weighed in, I thought, way inappropriate on the sh- on the Chauvin verdict, saying, I hope the jury yeah. comes to the right verdict. That's the president of the United States. Exactly, It does John. seem like jury tampering. It does seem like mob rule. I think a lot of people are taking a step back and saying, you know, you we were told it was because of President Trump why there was so much animosity in the country. Now it doesn't make any sense. No, you know, there's and- all this talk about race and the violence and the protest. And 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 I think a lot of people that are independents that maybe thought they were a little trumped out, so to speak. This no one was looking to have like a spring and summer for more unrest in all the major no. cities. And, and I would, again, uh, a Wall Street Journal headline op-ed, which I thought was great, said maybe the, the country wanted a rest. They didn't want a revolution. And, yes. you know, and, and you're right. And I think that, frankly, his that phone call with the Floyd family that was, yeah. you know, recorded. Yeah. I actually think, you know, if I can say, like, talk about he's like sucking up to a constituency. I'm yeah. sorry. It was over the top. You're the president uh. of the United States. And, and Johnny, he, you could hear him stammering and he's saying, but he, he's saying to the brother, but more, more, we have to do so much more. And it was, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, this is the president like sort of bellowing this into a phone call. Um, And, and again, we all know that like they have decided this is for political points. So you're going to see police assassinated uh, or, or this and that happening. And we know that these incidents, by the way, the, if I may, the, the media is so disingenuous and, and really uh, the way they cover these things as if the police are just riding around and nothing to do. And they come upon a black male out of the blue. They are called to scenes. They are called to situations. Um, And if people are out on outstanding warrants, by the way, for gun possession, and that, unfortunately, that was part of the Dante Wright situation. I think that young man, there was a warrant. He had had a gun involvement. Well, Biden can't have it both ways, John. He That's wants right. gun control legislation to pass. So part of that is to toughen up people who are having guns who they're not supposed to have it or they Correct. don't register it. Yep. So, you know, and you have to if we're going to have American National White House press corps and they're incapable of asking questions, tough questions like that, uh, we're in trouble. And I think, you know, this is disgraceful to to say uh, and to ignore, by the way, more of the crime when you see young black males killed by other young black males in places right. like Chicago. Uh, and the media just completely ignores it. That's right. Um, so, Don, it, Donna Perry, yeah. how can people read your great work with the Sun Chronicle? So that is, uh, I always tweet it out usually and Facebook um, at Donna Perry MA1. It is thesunchronicle.com and then Donna Perry on Facebook. DJ, great job. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Good to talk to you. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters, and the Facebook page stands out, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal. Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401 401 Six eight eight zero five one seven. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway. 401-688-0517. And remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal. 401 Six eight eight zero five one seven.
If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly? Or maybe you have problems with it. I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. You're listening to the John DePietro show folks weekdays. We start at 11. We go until two it's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D E P E T R O.com. Now there you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email. If you'd like to advertise on the show, We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in a library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at depetro.com. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist yankee tree service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding yankee tree service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps tree pruning you know many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down the licensed arborists with yankee tree service they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com